from the Mercy One Studio. Be not afraid. Jesus is on the way to encounter you. Join Father Fabian Moncada every Tuesday at 9 a.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio. Also tune in Sundays at 10.30 a.m. for Be Not Afraid in Spanish. Now, hear the good news and be not afraid. Be Not Afraid is underwritten by Associated Ophthalmologists and Dream Dirt Farm Real Estate and Auction Services. Good morning and welcome to Iowa Catholic Radio, 11.50 a.m., 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM. Be not afraid. This morning, Father PJ, good morning. Good morning, Father. So this is a beautiful day that the Holy Mother of the Church invites us to join and celebrate the Feast of St. Michael, Gabriel, and Raphael, the Archangels. Let us begin in the name of the Father, and in the Son, and in the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, who dispose in marvelous order ministries both angelic and human, graciously grant that our life on earth may be defended by those who watch over us as they minister perpetually to you in heaven. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. In the name of the Father, and in the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So we have today the celebration of the Archangels. But uh, when I was a child, I grew up in the tradition that my guardian angel mm -hmm. will be protect me all the time. My mom uh, stayed with us uh, in some times when the several storms or mm -hmm. some kind of uh, adversities and always uh, asking us and encourage us to pray to our guardian angel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we, we had a very similar uh, custom in our house. We had a, a, a picture. There's a famous picture of the guardian angel helping two children across a brook. Exactly, exactly. That was over our bed growing up. Um, and so we, we, and every night before bed, angel of God, my guardian dear, to whom God's love commits me here, ever this night be at my side to light, to guard, to rule and guide. Um, the, the Feast of the Guardian Angels, of course, is next week, and it's kind of twinned with this one, the feast which are, articulates um, uh, the, the, the three greatest of the angels, Michael, Gabriel, and Raphael. Um, you know, the, 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 the feast day uh, today is often called Michaelmas Day. Um, oh, okay. it, so we used to have a lot more misses, uh, not just Christmas, but, um, you know, when we had the Nativity of the Virgin at the beginning of the month, that was called Merrymas Day. Um, and Michaelmas Day was important because it's attached to the school year. Uh, in the British Isles. Uh, so the school would start at or around uh, this time, much like us, just about a month late. My grandma reminds us always that the guardian angel always it's uh, drawn by extended wings. Mm -hmm. And guardian means also protection mm -hmm. and defender as mm -hmm. well. So those largest beautiful wings for the archangels in the in the case of saint michael the archangel extended when he is in action against the devil uh remind us that we are strongest protected by mm -hmm. the host by, by the by the by the head of the host mm -hmm. uh in heaven that's exactly right you know the the we have this day uh at my parish over at christ the king um, some, some generous benefactors have donated a statue of St. Michael. So we um, enthroned him this morning after the school mass uh, and, um, and solemnly dedicated the statue. And, you know, um, th many places uh, have restored the custom of saying the St. Michael prayer after mass. That's really attached to a series of longer prayers, which we do often enough at Christ the King. The prayers are called the Leonine prayers, but they're, it, it's not St. Michael alone, right? But it's an invocation of the Blessed Virgin and St. Michael and the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Um, 
to really kind of, um, after we've received the fruits of the Mass and Holy Communion, to kind of set our hearts straight so that as we bear the graces of Holy Communion out into the world, we can do so effectively to fight the devil, to grow in meekness and humility ourselves, and to rely on the care of the Blessed Virgin. Also, it's an invitation to looking for them, looking for them for our help, especially in these turmoil circumstances when many and multiple evils attacks, not only in a spiritual manner, also in a physical manner with many misunderstanding, confusion, and especially St. Michael, the Archangel, it's the, the head that defends us through the in front evil attack. Right, well. that's exactly right. You know, it's interesting, the, the tendency... Um, There's there's a great deal right of derision around angels in popular culture. People, it's like people believing in fairies or something like this, right? Because you can't see them; they mustn't ever really do anything, kind of whatever. Um, what I find interesting is one of the the, the top rated podcasts in the country right now um, is uh, by Ravia Chowdhury, who does um, who did Serial several years ago. She's a true crime person, but she she's from Pakistan and she's done a whole thing on genies. On the jinn. Wow. So there's this fascination with the jinn, and it, apparently it seems totally reasonable for people in the Middle East to continue to believe in genies, but it's crazy for, for Christians to believe in angels. Um, I, and the irony here, right, is that in Islamic folklore, the, the genies are very much related to the whole angelic superstructure. But the, um, the, I think what's important here for us is not that angels do so little, but that they're so involved in so much that they probably do more than we could ever realize. The great uh, Father Benedict Ashley, who really kind of invented bioethics as a, as a discipline, he and I lived together for several years when I was a Dominican, and Benny told me once near the end of his life, he was convinced that every good idea he ever had was a gift from his guardian angel, that wow. it had been mediated by his guardian angel. And he grew over time to have a very close relationship with his guardian angel because he was a very holy man, much holier than I will likely ever be. Um, but, uh, but he understood, he was humble enough to realize He wasn't just brilliant on his own, but it was all gift from God and a gift mediated through the unseen hands of his angel. And also it's a sign of humility to recognize that all our wisdom, our knowledge came from the mercy of God that helped us to use to the people of God from him, not for ourselves. Not for our own good. Not, not to exalt ourselves as well. But we have three. St. Michael is like a... Like like the army one, right. you know. We have Raphael, who is the the healing one, mm -hmm. and we have Gabriel, that is the messenger one. If we remember that uh, magnificent occasion, the the Annunciation, that Saint Gabriel poured uh, the good news for the world to the Blessed Virgin Mary as well. So we are in Iowa Catholic Radio, eleven fifty AM, eighty eight point five FM, ninety four point five. We are talking about the Archangels. Be not afraid. Thank you, Dream Dirt Farm Real Estate and Auction, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. And be not afraid. Dream Dirt Farm Real Estate and Auction is a licensed, accredited, and experienced farm brokerage and auction company. Learn more at dreamdirt.com, including their online auction house, FarmBid, at bid.dreamdirt.com. Dream Dirt 
Farm and Equipment Auction Services, Farm Auctions, done right. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-055 one or online at caldwellparish.com. Thank you, Blessed International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessed International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at BlessedMintInternational.org. That's BlessedMintInternational.org. Thank you, Big Red Q Quick Print, for underwriting the sports report. Family-owned and operated since 1980, Big Red Q Quick Print is a full-service print shop ready to help you with all your printing needs with speed and accuracy. Forms, manuals, brochures, letterhead, envelopes, business cards, custom invitations, design, and bindery. Big Red Q Quick Print, located across from Merle Hay Mall. Online at BigRedQ-DesMoines.com. Big Red Q Quick Print. We make printing easy. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Iowa Capital Radio, Pinada Frey, Father PJ, Father Fabian, we're talking about the Archangels. Any connection for the the naming of the Archangels in one of the churches nearby? Yeah, so of course here in, in Iowa, um, the, the mother diocese is Dubuque because people came downriver the originally. And so um and so the, the uh, cathedral of the Archbishop of Dubuque is St. Raphael's. And St. Raphael's was built by Father Samuel Mazzucchelli who was the first priest permanently assigned to the Iowa Territory. Um, and he built three, three churches to the archangels that are still standing. So wow. St. Raphael's in, uh, in Dubuque, um, St. Michael's in Galena, which is just the other side of the river in Illinois, and uh, St. Uh, uh, Michael's St. Gabriel, uh, and St. Gabriel's up in, in Prairie du Chien. Um, and so, uh, and those churches are still standing and they're a remarkable testimony to the, the, the first priest to celebrate mass here in Des Moines. And so an important part of our, our own kind of history tied up with the intercession of the angels. Beautiful. So the name of the Archangel Michael means in Hebrew, who is like unto God. Right. That L bit at the end of their name is literally the word God. So that's why it's Michael, Gabriel, Raphael. Right, it's the L, like El Shaddai. El just means God. Beautiful, beautiful. So Saint Gabriel means God is my strength. Right, and so that's that's why he he appears so forcefully and says so frequently, "Do not be afraid. Be not afraid. Be not afraid." So Gabriel is God's messenger. He's the voice, the sort of the Metatron that that that, that articulates God's voice and God's will. The mind. Right. The voice of God and also that we can use as a mantra, be not afraid. afraid. 
and we have Raphael. Our knowledge of the Archangel Raphael comes to us from the book of the Tobit. His mission as wonderful healer and fellow traveler with the youthful Tobias has caused him to be invoked for journeys and at critical moments in life. I have a, a great affection for the book of Tobit. I, I assign it in the confessional all the time. Um, I think it's widely underrated and Catholics should read it more. It doesn't show up in the lectionary enough that we get the whole story, which is part of the problem. Um, but St. Raphael also um, uh, was very fond of Tobias's dog. <laughs> and so, and so I, 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 I probably have a, a, a soft spot there. I think, you know, the, the, the place where St. Raphael very often comes into our lives are in those kind of peak moments, right? Tobias on a journey, you know, to, to find a wife and sort of save a princess and a dragon and like all the things, right? But, um, but, uh, but, but Raphael is, of course, interestingly hidden for most of the book. We don't know that he's an angel until the very end. Um, and that's part of what makes the, the, the books so readable is that there's this mysterious character. It's almost like Gandalf in The Lord of the Rings. You know there's something special about him, but it's not until the end that you have kind of the big reveal. And the big reveal suggests not just that this person is individually special, but that God has been doing something remarkable in this person your whole life. You just didn't know it. And at the same time, unfortunately, these new age and new tendencies have been used. The angels and archangels in a very superstitional scenarios like uh, magical magical intercessors or mediators right. to use another word. And this is a very important clarification that through the Holy Script or the Holy Mother, the Church only recognize three archangels by name, correct? Well, there's, there's there, yes, with one slight qualification. So okay. it, it is true that in the Eastern churches, even those that are in communion with us, mm -hmm. that St. Uriel is also invoked. And so I wouldn't, like, I know what you're saying. It's exactly right. And, if, like, New Age bookstores and sections of Barnes and Noble are full of all sorts of kooky stuff about angels, and it's not helpful. Um, and the Internet is often not helpful unless it's from a good Catholic source. But, um, but uh, I think we want to um, avoid two extremes here. One is it doesn't matter what I say or what I do or how I invoke the angels. That's clearly not true. You can get yourself in all kinds of occult trouble doing that. The other is... If I, if I mispronounce the word Michael, that somehow I'm going to get zapped by a demon or something. <laughs> and that's not true either, right? And so the, the point here is, um, and, and this is the real difference between the way we uh, historic Christians uh, associate with, um, with the angels and the way the New Age appropriates them, is we understand the value and import of the angels because goodness is diffusive. God wants to share his good out, and he delights in using secondary causes. So, so the, why the sacraments? Well, because God likes using other human beings to help heal other human beings. That's fundamentally it, right? Why the angels? Well, because God likes using other immaterial creatures to, 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 to do his work because it makes creation more full. That's very different than I like playing with creatures that I think are super powerful and can give me can give me power that I don't possess Super on my own. That's, well, that's you know? it. So it's, it, it, it really is the, the, the bulk of the, the, the new age move is to make me more powerful rather than have, have me grow less so that he can increase in the course of my life. And at the same time, this is a very, very good uh, moment to introduce the word relativism because during these new age movements, the relativism inclusive terms that something is a little bit good some things a little bit bad but against that true and, and bad as well you know that's right that's right 
it's um, important also to remember that the angels are constantly with us. And so, and so invoking their intercession, like it's not like you only pray to St. Michael when you think you're being attacked by a demon <laughs> or you only call upon St. Raphael when you're looking for a wife or something like that. Um, but their, their intercession is important at all these kind of key moments. I, I, I pray both to St. Raphael and to St. Luke every time I go to the doctor because that's the natural place to try and meet them, right? Absolutely. I pray to St. Michael, not just when I think I'm fighting the devil, but when I know I have to go in and have to have a hard conversation with somebody. And I hope all of us priests invoke the intercession of St. Gabriel whenever we have to announce the gospel, because he was the first to announce the, the incarnation news, of our absolutely. Lord. And also, uh, I ha- we, in Our Ladies, we have been using the prayer of St. Michael after each Mass, mm-hmm. you know? Be, I mean, after the fi- before the final blessing, uh, I said, because it seemed... It's to try to include the protection for the people mm-hmm. in the same way after mm-hmm. Mass as well. We are in Iowa Catholic Radio, 11.50 a.m., 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM. Be not afraid. What is the best gift ever? Giving a Catholic education is at the top of my list. Your contribution to CTO helps families send their children to our Catholic schools who otherwise could not afford it. In giving to CTO... You receive the best tax credits ever. Pledge or donate online at ctoiowa.org. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts at the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics. Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. Partial support for Catholic Women Now comes from injury attorney Fred Haas. When Iowans have been injured through no fault of their own, in a car, truck, or motorcycle accident, harmed in a work-related injury, or suffered injury due to negligence of others, Fred Haas has been on their side to help recover from financial, physical, and emotional loss. Fred, double D, Haas, double A. Online at fredhaas.com. The Des Moines Law Offices of Fred Haas. While we have time, let us do good. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio's broadcast of Dowling Catholic Sports and Activities is provided by Kemen, a global ingredient manufacturer using science to transform the quality of life for 80% of the world. Kemen is on the leading edge of molecular science, manufacturing more than 500 specialty ingredients for the human and animal health and nutrition, pet food, aquaculture, nutraceutical, food technologies, crop technologies, and textile industries. Kemen strives to sustainably transform the quality of life every day for 80% of the world with their products and services. Kemen, using science to transform the world. Online at Kemen.com. Welcome back. Be Not Afraid, Iowa Catholic Radio. So we have um, this uh, Sunday, we have an, uh, a very interesting gospel. Remember that this coming Sunday is that 27th Sunday in Ordinary Time. So Matthew, in the chapter 21, verses 33 to 43 said. Jesus said to the chief priests and elders of the people, hear another parable. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard, put a hedge around it, dug a wine press in it and built a tower. Then he leased it to tenants and went on a journey. When vintage time drew near, he sent his servants to the tenants to obtain his produce. But the tenants seized the servants and one they beat, another they killed and a third they stoned. 
Again, he sent other servants, more numerous than the first ones, but they treated them in the same way. Finally, he sent his son to them, thinking, They will respect my son. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to one another, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him and acquire the inheritance. So they seized him, threw him out of the vineyard, and killed him. So, you know, this this clearly, and this is one of the parables, this is probably the parable that solicits the most anger from uh, from the crowd. Because then, of course, Jesus poses to them, what will he do with those servants? And they, they say, rightly, well, he'll have them killed. Right? And he says, so will happen to you, right? Because the, the parable is clearly about Jesus. When, when he's sent, um, when he's the one who's sent in place of the prophets, who are those first ones who are, who are mistreated. The problem is, of course, that if Jesus is the son in the, in the sending, then those who reject him, reject him because he is the heir. Come, let us secure his inheritance. Wow. Now, this is fascinating, right? Because even before Jesus has preached in very explicit ways about what exactly he's coming to give, there's this intuition, much like the intuition in the garden, I can arrogate to myself. I can grasp at what's rightly God's and have just for me. By myself. By myself. When it turns out you can actually share in, in God's goodness and in, in, in many of the things of what it means for God to be God, but only by way of gift. And it's the sheer gratuity of the gift that makes this possible and, and really that winds up perfecting us. This is a very eloquent explanation because sometimes we are presuming that we can control everything and we are um, make possible everything. And let's take a minute because through the divine will, we'll see what happens later right. on, you know. And this kind of presumption creates a uh, completely lacked of divine will apply to ourselves as well. The current world, this pandemic, uh, show us how fragile and how small we are comparable right. to the reality that we have facing today. That's it. That's exactly right. It also, I think, um, uh, points back to the, the kind of the fundamental principle we were making earlier about the angels, which is that God delights in sharing his good things with us, but that's a very different thing than us, us trying to be God ourselves. So uh, we back again to the, to the same uh, principle for this new age movement that exalt the human being mentality, authority versus God providential intervention and mercy with us as well. And unfortunately, it's a very prideful attitude to make us fall down soon and quickly. So the, you know, the, the famous line of St. Athanasius, um, God became men that men might become gods. It's as though they've simply cut off the first half of it. The, 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 when in fact, what St. Athanasius was trying to do was accent the first half of it. God became a man in Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus, God has visited his people. God walked and talked and, you know, cut his feet when he walked and had a hairy chest and all the ordinary things that an ordinary human man had to have, right? And because that has happened, it's made it possible for human beings to share in the divine life. Human beings aren't just super on their own and can share in the divine life because they want to. Sit around with human beings for a while, you'll see very quickly how not divine they are and how awful they can become. It's only in light of our relationship with Christ Jesus that we're able to really hit the reset button and our wills are able to be conformed to him and ultimately to the Father. In the same liturgy of the world, we have a beautiful piece from the, from, from the liturgy of the world. The Psalm, the Psalm 80 said, The vinegar 
of the Lord is the house of Israel. And one of the very remarkable point is, Once again, O Lord of hosts, look down from heaven and see, take care of this vine, and protect what your right hand has planted, the Son of Man whom you, whom you yourself made strong. We're talking about St. Michael the Archangels, the protection of the Archangels. Right. The Lord had been acting, obviously. That's exactly right. So the, the whole kind of theme next Sunday, I hate to use theme to talk about the liturgy, but it's true in this case. The, 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 the dominant image is that of the vineyard. And it's not an accident that it's a vineyard. It's not a cornfield or a wheat field at this point. It's a vineyard where grapes are made. Why is that important? Well, because when grapes are transformed into wine, they literally come alive, right? The yeast that turns the sugar into alcohol makes the, 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 the drink living. And so what happens here is a radical transformation. You can't look at a grape and see wine. Nobody looks at a, at a vine and says, ah, Merlot or Chardonnay, right? Oh, correct. But, but, but God, working on the grape from the inside out, has destined a particular grape to be turned into, in, into this living drink. And this is the big takeaway for us. Some farmer in California or Missouri or something is tending grapes right now, is harvesting grapes right now, that next year will be turned into the blood of God. If that can happen to a grape, what can he do with we who receive the same? Oh, my gosh. This is a beautiful analogy to help us. Before ending our program, Father, could you please us send us with your blessing in a very hope scenario? May the grace, peace, and consolation of the Lord Jesus, the master of God's own vineyard, keep and sustain you now and ever, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be not afraid. Iowa Catholic Radio, Father P.J., Father Fabian, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM. Be not afraid. Jesus is on the way to encounter you. Join Father Fabian Moncada every Tuesday at 9 a.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio. Also tune in Sundays at 10.30 a.m. for Be Not Afraid in Spanish. Now, hear the good news and be not afraid. Be Not Afraid is underwritten by Associated Ophthalmologists and Dream Dirt, Farm Real Estate and Auction Services.